Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 312 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. O Lord, help us hear your gentle whispers today and be obedient to you. Change our hearts as we read your word. In Jesus' name, amen. We start Luke today. Luke was a Gentile who joined Paul in his ministry. His account is considered the most complete story of Christ's life. The story begins with John the Baptist. We read about Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth, who are old and without children. Zechariah was a priest from the Levitical tribe. It was his turn to burn the incense in the temple of the Lord. As he performed this rite, the angel Gabriel appeared, telling him he and his wife would have a son. God's love and mercy are shown here as he blessed this righteous couple with a child. And not just any child, but the one who would ready the people for the Messiah. When Zechariah questioned the angel Gabriel, Gabriel made him mute until his child was dedicated. When Elizabeth was six months pregnant, the angel Gabriel went to tell Mary she would give birth to the Son of God. I love reading the Christmas story every quarter of the year. It continues to remind us about God's abundant love for us. The Messiah was finally coming. She wonders how this can happen. Gabriel, who stands in God's presence, said, For with God, nothing is ever impossible. There is nothing impossible for God to handle in your life today either. In verses 48 through 55, Mary talks about how God sent his son, the Messiah, to the lowly. Read these verses slowly and ponder them, for we have much to praise God for as Mary speaks wisdom, the wisdom her son Jesus will teach later. Let's see what Peter writes in chapter 3. He writes about waiting. Most of us aren't very good at waiting, but Peter encourages people to wait and remember what Jesus and the apostles said. Verse 8 is underlined in my Bible and says, Nevertheless, do not let this one fact escape you, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. He tells them that God is never late. Verse 9 says the Lord does not delay and is not tardy or slow about what he promises, according to some people's conception of slowness, but he is long-suffering, extraordinarily patient toward you, not desiring that any should perish, but that all should turn to repentance. God wants every soul to be his. He is waiting for every last person, and he will wait until that last one comes to him. Peter asks the people what kind of people they should be while waiting. This is a great thing to think about for us, too. May we become better waiters and understand that waiting is something God is doing. Peter tells them to wait expectantly, and he tells them to be on their guard and grow in spiritual strength. Let us do the same. Let's see what Ezekiel is writing in chapter 11. Ezekiel continues his vision that started in chapter 8. He is still among the elders in Babylon, even though his vision takes him to Jerusalem. He sees the 25 men and mentions two of them by name. God told Ezekiel that these men give wicked counsel to the people. They kept telling the people they were safe because God would not destroy his city. However, we know differently, and Ezekiel was to prophesy against them. God foretold Ezekiel that they would be killed and Jerusalem would not be the safe place they thought it was. One of the men died right after Ezekiel prophesied against them. And again we see God's statement, And you shall know, understand, and realize that I am the Lord. When the man fell dead, Ezekiel cried out to God and asked him if he would destroy Israel completely. God told him that Israel had gone so far from him, and he planned to put them far away from Jerusalem. 
However, in verse 17, the Lord said, I will gather you from the peoples and assemble you out of the countries where you have been scattered, and I will give back to you the land of Israel. We know God's perfect plan came to pass. We must also know then that his perfect plan is at work in our lives as well, no matter what our current circumstances look like. The Lord said he'd give the people a new heart, and he will put a new spirit in them that is sensitive and responsive to him. He will do this so they can walk in his ways. We've read the following verse in the beginning books of the Bible, and they shall be my people and I will be their God. God will never go against his word. He wanted his people to be his since the beginning of time, and he wants us to be his too. May our hearts turn to him today and every day. In chapter 12, God tells Ezekiel to be an example for the people. God told him to pack his belongings, dig a hole through the wall, and carry his baggage on his shoulder to show them what was going to happen to them. God also told him to shake when he ate and tremble when he drank water, showing them they would eat in fear and drink in dismay. Then the Lord told him about a proverb that had been going around Jerusalem, about the prophecies that have not yet come to pass. Everything prophesied about is now coming to pass, and the destruction is near. Last, God told Ezekiel that he would do all these things so the people would know he was the Lord. They had disrespected God long enough, and he would no longer allow them to worship idols. He desired their worship and a relationship with them. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 131. This is another Psalm of Ascent. It has just three short verses. Verse 2 is underlined in my Bible and says, Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with his mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me, ceased from fretting. God tempers our longings with time as we obey his will and not our own. If you've ever experienced the phase of weaning a child, you understand the uncomfortableness and the crying about a desire that goes unfulfilled. Over time, the crying becomes less. And with still more time, the child doesn't need the comfort of their mother's milk or a bottle, whichever one they were attached to. Sometimes we feel like a child who cannot be soothed or quieted. But as we neglect our fleshly desires, the peace that passes all understanding covers us and we come up higher. Verse 3 says, O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forever. May our hope be in the Lord today and forever as well. Let us pray. O Lord, thank you for working in all the details of our lives. Thank you for the hope we have in you. Help us turn to you for help, Father. Help us lean into you for all we need. Help us surrender all our desires to you and allow you to train us in your ways. Help us be thankful for all you do for us and the blessings you offer. May your desires be our desires. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.